Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, Prince Louis was born on St George's Day, King Harold of Norway is in hospital, Queen Margareta's tomb is already built, King Carl Gustav breaks a new record and what was he doing up on the Royal Palace roof and new research about Windsor Castle's origin. So stay tuned. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Kensington Palace has announced the Duchess of Cambridge was safely delivered of a son at 11.01am local time at the Lindo Wing at St Mary's Hospital in Paddington on the 23rd of April 2018, which is St George's Day. The baby weighed in at 8 pounds 7 ounces or 3.83 kilograms. The Queen, the Duke of Edinburgh, the Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall, Prince Harry and members of both families have been informed and are said to be delighted with the news. Well wishes and the media waited until the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge appeared with their third baby. The baby's name, which was announced on Friday the 27th of April, is Louis Arthur Charles. Prince Louis, who is Queen Elizabeth II's sixth great-grandchild, will be styled His Royal Highness Prince Louis of Cambridge. However, Princess Charlotte has made history as she will not lose her position in the line of succession to the British throne, despite having a younger brother, due to changes made at Chogham in 2011. Also, the Royal Collection Trust has released some official commemorative china to mark Prince Louis's birth, which is available for sale at the Buckingham Palace shop or the Royal Collection Trust's online store. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Harold of Norway has been in hospital for the second time during the past six months, so Crown Prince Haakon is acting as regent in the meantime. The Norwegian Royal Court released a statement on Wednesday the 25th of April saying King Harold, aged 81, was being treated for congestion and trouble with one of his feet, which meant he could no longer walk. However, according to a report in the local Norway, the Crown Prince expects his stint as regent will be short-lived. Crown Prince Haakon, who is on an official visit to Estonia with Crown Princess Meta Merit, said to Norway's NTB, that he thinks King Harold is going to be on the mend very quickly. King Harold was admitted to hospital in November last year to treat an infection and was released three days later. Despite his age, King Harold is still very active and according to the Royal Court's website, he is expected to carry out seven official engagements next week, including an audience with the Foreign Affairs Minister, a Council of State at the Royal Palace and a lunch with the Diplomatic Corps. We wish King Harold a very speedy recovery and hope he is back on his feet very soon. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au.
Queen Margareta II's tomb is now ready in Roskilde Cathedral, where 40 Danish kings and queens have been interred since the 1400s. Sculptor Professor Bjorn Norgaard began work in 2003 to create a modern sarcophagus with consultation with Queen Margareta, which will rest in St. Birgitta's Chapel. The design features the Queen and the Prince Consort's work during 50 years of marriage. The socket is made of sandstone imported from France and the three pillars carrying the glass sarcophagus are constructed from Danish granite, Faroese basalt and Greenland marble. The sarcophagus is made of cast glass with two figures representing Queen Margareta and Prince Henrik, a sandblasted inside. Heraldry and symbols in gilded bronze are on top of the tomb. The tomb will be on display to the public after Queen Margareta's death, so it will be covered up in the meantime when visitors come into the chapel. However, visitors can see a scale model of the monument, which is on display in Roskilde Cathedral, as part of an exhibition which opens at the end of June. Prince Henrik caused controversy when he said he refused to be buried next to his wife, but it has not caused any changes to the sarcophagus's design. However, Prince Henrik died on the 13th of February 2018, hours after he was discharged from hospital in Copenhagen. He was cremated following his funeral, with half his ashes scattered across Danish seas and the other half placed in a private spot in the Friedenborg Palace Gardens. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. King Carl Gustav has become the longest reigning monarch in Sweden on Thursday the 26th of April, overtaking the record by Magnus Eriksson during the 12th century. King Magnus IV had reigned for 44 years and 222 days. King Carl Gustav had passed his own great-grandfather King Gustav V's record of nearly 43 years in 2016. You can read more on our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au. However, King Carl Gustav isn't afraid to get his hands dirty as he climbed onto the Royal Palace roof in Stockholm to help install some solar panels to help save on electricity bills. The idea of putting solar panels on the Royal Palace's roof has been around since 2010 so the State Property Agency finally set up a test area on parts of the palace roof. On the 19th of April, about 600 panels were put in place on a 1,000 square metre surface. The mounting and installation of the solar panels are estimated to take about six weeks, so they will be operational and ready on the 1st of June 2018. As the Royal Palace in Stockholm is a historic building with a cultural heritage, there was a possibility that the Swedish National Heritage Board would say no to the proposal. One reason why the National Heritage Board approved the project was that the Royal Palace has a pulpit roof with flat sides, so the solar panels will not be visible from the courtyard or anywhere else unless you're in an aeroplane flying over Stockholm, ready to land at the airport. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. New research sheds light on England's most famous royal residence outside London. Windsor Castle is the oldest and largest occupied castle in the world, set in 10.5 hectares and has been home to 39 monarchs. Historians have reconstructed what Britain's largest medieval fortress, Windsor Castle, originally looked like 
when it was built over nine and a half centuries ago. William the Conqueror invaded England with his Norman army and defeated Harold II at the Battle of Hastings in 1066. However, William had to contend with Anglo-Saxon rebels, led by the last and uncrowned king of Anglo-Saxon England, Edgar the Aetheling, from Scotland, and then a Danish army led by King Sven II, invading England, followed by an insurrection in East Anglia and some unrest in the Thames Valley. So William the Conqueror ordered that three major new fortresses should be built along the Thames in Oxford, Wallingford and Windsor. He built the original 11th century fortress to keep the home counties under control, but it was about one-fifth of the size of the current castle. The fortress was built on a hill so it was easier to defend and the Thames was unusually narrow so a bridge was built. It was also said to be about one and a half miles away from an Anglo-Saxon royal palace at Old Windsor. It has always been a royal fortress but the land had to be rented from a private landlord for the first 475 years since the castle was first built. William had given the land around Windsor to Ralph, son of Siegfried, who came from a place in Normandy which translates as Siegfried's Wasteland. So William and 22 of his successors paid rent to Ralph's descendants until the monarchy opted to buy back the land in 1546 towards the end of Henry VIII's reign. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.